Hi, welcome to Your Business, Your Rules. I'm Kat LeBlanc. This is the podcast for people who want to start and grow an online location independent business so they can live a life of freedom and choice on their own terms. Welcome to Your Business, Your Rules, episode 25. How much do successful entrepreneurs online actually work? I love these episodes where we go behind the scenes and look at what actually really goes on. What does it look like and what are people really doing? So let's dive in there. I find this quite fascinating, actually, because I want to know about this as much as I want to share it with you. And fortunately, over my years in business, I've been in contact with a broad range of people in the coaching and online business industry. Some very, very successful people, some people who are doing really well and are more behind the scenes, and of course, lots of up and comers. And I've had a number of key insights through being around the industry and hearing the behind the scenes info that I want to share with you. The first point is, most people work more than they need to because they aren't working strategically. It's not uncommon to see people working 20 to 50 hours a week. So if 20, maybe it's on the side from something they're already doing and not using their time effectively. It's the whole work smart, not hard thing, right? So some of my favorite clients have been the ones that have come to me and said, I know I need to be doing better, but I'm so overwhelmed with all the things I'm doing for my business already. And at that point, we dive in, look at what they've been doing, what's been getting results, what hasn't, and start making space first so that people can have a life Also, so that they're doing different, more results-oriented work so that they can really make progress. And this can be really transformative, right? Laurie Grainer on Shark Tank said, entrepreneurs are willing to work 80 hours a week so they can avoid working 40 hours a week. So don't let this be you if this isn't the life that you want for yourself, right? So that's maybe something you would have heard already that people are working more than they need to. But there's multiple layers to this. So the second piece to this is, as well as the busy work that many people are doing, how strong your business foundation is directly affects the effectiveness of your work. That means the better you're set up, the less hours you need to work to get the same level of results, right? So... If your foundation is a complete mess, it's going to be extremely difficult to hit 10k months. Whereas if you're much better set up, you may need to work half or less the amount to get those results, right? So that's what I'm saying. And people don't realize this, that as well as cutting the busy work out, this so-called beginner stuff matters. Often I see business owners failing and when I tell them what they need to work on, Their response is, I don't want to start over, or I know this stuff, or I've done that stuff already. When the truth is, if they had known it already, or were doing it, or had done it, they'd be getting much better results, right? Getting your house in order actually directly affects the amount that you would need to work to get certain levels of results. 
Think of it like this. You don't invite people to a party at your place before you've cleaned up, right? The same way that you shouldn't do marketing for your business before your business is presentable. Otherwise, your party will be pretty awkward and the business equivalent of this is people politely excusing themselves and moving on. So if you want to work less, so if you're already in business, or you want to set yourself up so that you're being really effective with what you're doing, the work to do is some cleaning up on your business. And I have more about this in my masterclass at catleblanc.com forward slash masterclass. And honestly, I will say that most people do work more than they need to because of these types of issues. All right, so point three, this is where I share how much I actually work. So I have been keeping stats on this since 2013. Nerd alert! So first up, let me tell you what's included and what isn't. So you have some context of what these numbers actually mean. So everything where I'm working towards my business is included. So breaks, making tea, lunch, Pilates, hanging out with former clients for a catch-up for lunch. These things are all not included unless that catch-up was about working together. In the beginning, I didn't include learning. I just counted doing because doing is what actually gets the results, right? Not researching. And I wanted to really focus on that. Now that I'm up and running, I make a judgment call on it. So if I'm randomly Googling something, I don't count that. But if I'm implementing a new strategy, researching for something that I'm going to be implementing and I need that information first, I do count it. So I'm going to share the numbers and then my thoughts on them. Alrighty, so here are the exact number of hours I worked each week this year. And I feel like there should be a drum roll, but I won't attempt that in the podcasting den. 22 hours, 41 hours. I made a note here that says biggest week in a while. 31 hours, 28, 34, 26, 25, 30, 42, 38, 43. Pretty sure this is when I was putting a masterclass together. 36, 20, 23, 22, 24, 26, 41, 32, 26, 35. So I'll be honest here, at times I feel like I work more than those numbers suggest. And I think it's because of the fact that I don't count downtime, right? So for me to do an eight hour day takes longer than nine to five because of all the things that happen in between. And I also have phases where things are pretty casual and then I decide to take on a big project. So I go hard for a while and then there's kind of a bit of rest happening after that. And for a while, I used to wonder if I should work more because our culture pushes you in that direction, right? But then I realized that's not what I signed up for. I'm fine to do it once in a while, but not all the time. I like having projects and then having things a bit more relaxed for a while. So this brings me to the last insight. So what we've covered so far is... Most people are working more than they need to. So that's when you're really getting into busy work and the hours are really creeping up. How strong your business foundation is directly affects the effectiveness of your work, meaning the better set up you are, the less you need to work to get specific levels of results. 
And I see a big range of this, right? So I see some people that are working all the time, other people that have really set up hours. There's a number of people that have no idea how much they work. But really, you want to be working effectively and you want to be working an amount of hours that enables you to also have a good life, right? So getting to that last point, when you see extraordinary results, they have almost certainly come from extraordinary efforts. So this comes back to the model that I talked about in episode two. What does it take to be a successful entrepreneur? It takes drive, strategy, and mental flexibility. And this extraordinary results part is coming or it's driven by the drive. So if you have seen some meteoric rises to fame, and by that I mean, you know, people who hit seven figures in a year, there's usually one of two things going on in the background. Either they had been working on their business or supporting projects beforehand, meaning the overnight success were years in the making, or they worked their asses off, like quite literally, to get those results. One lady in particular who I spoke to did make incredible numbers in her first year. And she shared she worked 100-hour weeks. She also had her partner working with her and hired a top-tier coach who she would have paid at least 10% of that money, so six figures, to work with. So don't be fooled, right? Where there's smoke, there's fire. If somebody has absolutely incredible numbers, it's not a magic trick that got them there. Extraordinary results do come from extraordinary efforts. And the key here is to honestly take it for what it is and know what you want. I used to beat myself up for not being in that category because I'm competitive, right? I am someone who wants to be a winner, but at what cost? And the truth is that I know what an 80-hour work week looks like, and that is way more than I want to be choosing. And it's not just the hours, it's also the level of personal growth, so mental flexibility, growing your comfort zone, required to do that. And I need to take my personal growth personally at a much slower pace. So as well as thinking about what do you want for your life, how much do you want to be working, and how much can that be optimised, by looking at your business foundation and by looking at how much busy work you're doing. Also look at who you are learning from and their method of creating success. If you're following people who create, for example, such huge amounts of output that you don't know how they could possibly do that, pay attention because you want to create a life on your own terms in a way that works for you. And my suggestion would be that 99.9% of us don't want to be close to having a breakdown to get there. It needs to be something that's replicatable and something that you would actually want to do that works in the your business, your rules way, right? So lots to think about, some insider insights from behind the scenes my own working hours there and some things for you to just process on how do you want to be running your business and if you're planning, thinking about starting your business, how exactly do you want to focus your energy? 
If you want more info on getting your business started, you can check out the Zero to Paying Clients Masterclass at catlablong.com forward slash masterclass. I hope this has been a really insightful and interesting episode for you, and I look forward to speaking with you again soon. Thanks for listening to Your Business, Your Rules. I'm Kat LeBlanc. If you like this show, I'd love you to subscribe, share, and leave a review on iTunes. And if you'd like to continue the conversation, head over to my website at catleblanc.com. Until next time.